You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Unionized actors have voted to potentially expand their ongoing strike to include the lucrative video game market. SAG-AFTRA could call for the additional walkout to put new pressure on Hollywood studios to make a deal with performers who provide voices and stunts for games. Tim Powers is a voice actor based in Fairport. About 30% of his work is for video games. While he hopes a strike can be avoided, Powers says he's ready to do what it takes for a pay raise and better working conditions. Some of the best-selling video games generate exponentially more than the highest booking box office Hollywood movie. Part of what we're asking for is just that our wage is kept up with inflation. <laughs> you know, the, the union is asking for just 11 percent increase. A spokesperson for video game producers told the Associated Press they are continuing to negotiate in good faith and have reached tentative agreements on more than half of the proposals on the table. When a neck injury upended Andrew Kloniger's life, the musician turned to words to make sense of the trauma. WXXI's Daniel Kushner spoke to Kloniger about his experience. In 2018, Canandaigua musician Andrew Kloninger was chopping wood on his uncle's property in Michigan when he suffered a debilitating spinal injury that changed his life forever. He couldn't play his guitar, he couldn't work, he couldn't pick up his young son. Five years later, Kloninger has processed the trauma through haiku. His debut book of poems and illustrations, C6C7, is out October 3rd via Atmosphere Press, a small publisher based in Austin, Texas. The poem A Day in the Life, recited by the author, captures the cataclysmic moment. The dust lifts as the axe swings, a flash in my head, questions as my neck gives way. Kloninger's wife, Mary, recalls that Andrew's pain was so severe, he slept in a chair for two years and wouldn't do anything outside the house. So it was kind of like letting go of all your hopes and dreams with this person and what is life going to look like now and will life look like this forever or will he slowly improve? But something clicked for Kloninger in summer 2020 when he spent a weekend on Lake Ontario with his family and wrote the poetry that would become C6 C7. Kloninger has found catharsis in the writing process. He hopes the book can help others coping with their own traumas. Kloninger's book can be found on Amazon. Daniel Kushner, WXXI News. Rochester Mayor Malik Evans is once again calling on parents to be aware of where their children are and what they're doing, especially late at night. This follows a police chase of a stolen car on Tuesday night in the city. Officers were pursuing adolescents and teen suspects after they allegedly threatened people with a hammer and robbed them. RPD later took into custody five suspects between the ages of 12 and 17. Evans is urging parents who are having difficulties difficulties with their children to contact a school counselor, county social services, or even the mayor's office. We have to look at the, the, at the whole picture, um, and, and we have to encourage families, if you can't deal with your wayward child, to reach out for help before it's too late. RPD says of the five suspects charged, three were released to the custody of family and two were taken to a juvenile detention facility.
Leaders in the city of Rochester and its police department are getting behind a new police reorganization plan. It would reduce the number of police patrol divisions in the city from five to four. WXXI's Gino Finelli says while officials like the plan, the union representing the rank and file in the department aren't too keen on it. It depends on who you ask. The city and the departments take a stance that this will actually help with being able to have more officers on the street responding to calls. But the union, the Rochester Police Locust Club, uh, they disagree with that and say that you need to basically fix the staffing problems first. This is the third Rochester police reorganization since 2004. The new model is expected to be in place sometime next fall. A man who climbed a platform at a campaign event last year and grappled with Republican gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin pleaded guilty Wednesday to a misdemeanor charge of assaulting a federal officer. 44-year-old David Jacobonis faces up to a year in prison and a hefty fine at his sentencing, which is scheduled for December, according to federal prosecutors. At the July 2022 campaign rally in Parenton, Jacobonis approached then-Congressman Zeldin while carrying a keychain with two sharp points. The two men struggled and Jacobonis pulled Zeldin down to the ground before being subdued. Jacobonis's attorney said the Army veteran was drunk and was trying to get to the microphone. In October, he was released from jail to an alcohol treatment program. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.